you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Confidently Flawed Podcast. Your hosts here, Danny and Brooke, here to give you some nutrition talk. So we we had an episode a little while back all about macros. You know, we get a lot of questions about macros. What are macros and how do they benefit you? And it, it was it was one of our most popular topics that, that we had. And if, if you didn't see it, we'll put it in the show notes because it was, it was an awesome uh, opportunity for you guys to really learn about nutrition and, and what maybe some of you guys should be doing. But one thing we didn't talk about during that is like, what are some of the best options for macros? And for those that are un, you know not familiar, macros stands for macronutrients. So like the, the main core nutrients that your body needs, proteins, fats, and carbs. Uh, and so what we wanted to do today is we wanted to give you an opportunity to, to learn more about like, what are our favorite options for proteins, fats, and carbs. And Brooke, I know you've, you've done macros before and everything like that. So, you know, what, what are some of the the main key macros that, that you hit and, and you try to aim for when you're kind of looking at your macros and trying to, you know, stay with your health and, and fitness and all that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think right now I, I I don't so much try to track my macros. I really just try to make sure I'm hitting all three macros to a certain percentage, just kind of getting a general idea. Like, obviously I'm not going to sit there and make sure my whole entire diet is solely the fat macros and a little bit of carbs and a little bit of protein here. Um, my main focus is always actually starting with the protein. Um, so I really try to hit the protein and then I will sprinkle in a little bit of fat and my carbs, always making sure when I do eat my carbs, I have other protein and fat options. That's kind of how I do it. I, there has been times where I've really measured and tracked and I'm just in a place in my life right now where I just don't have the time to do that. But I've also gotten very good at just kind of knowing general ideas of what I'm supposed to do. And I know one of the biggest things for me is just when I eat my carbs to make sure they are not by itself. So I'm not just sitting there eating a straight carb. I'm adding some protein and fats in with that. But, you know, like I said, my main really starting point is the proteins, making sure I'm eating a protein in every single meal, sprinkling a small amount of fats in there. And then my carbs as well. How about you, Danny? Yeah. I mean, we've, I've probably talked about this on, on some of these episodes, but I talk about it all the time. You know, the, the underlying thing for most people's protein, most, a lot of people under eat it. A lot of people don't really focus on it, whatever it is, but no matter what your goal is, when it comes to health, if you get adequate amount of protein, you're going to, you're going to be setting yourself up for success more times than not. So I agree. I think, I think protein is really key. 
And, you know, it should be a, a decent portion of your at least 30% or 33%, you know, a third of your, your overall intake of food should come from protein. And most people it's not. And that turns into losing muscle mass, which slows down your metabolism. It forces you to be more hungry during the day. You end up with blood sugar dysregulation and things like that. So your energy is all over the place. So it just having protein just makes things so much easier and, and hit your goals, you know, with that. And it's, when it comes to protein, it, it should be relatively standard for most people. I will say that some people do respond a little bit better to leaner proteins and some people do respond a little bit better to fattier proteins. Now, this is not a perfect science, but um, one thing you could do, it, it could possibly help is like if you take your middle finger of your left hand and your thumb and you wrap it around your right wrist, you know, if you if your fingers overlap or they touch then you might do a little bit better with like leaner cuts of protein or just a little bit less fat in your diet. And you probably generally can handle a little bit more carbohydrates. This is not a perfect science. There's just been studies show like generally people with like that kind of structure or bodily structure tends to, to show that. And then if you, if your fingers don't touch, you're more kind of like the big bone, if you will, you, you may very well be able to handle fattier cuts of, of protein more so than leaner cuts. Um, you know, so if, if you are doing more leaner cuts, you know, things like white fish, egg whites, turkey, chicken, chicken breast, um, bison, Greek yogurt, venison, things like that, that are a lot leaner cuts are generally going to be better for you. Um, if you, if you tend to do lean towards more of the fattier cuts, or you do better with fats is like grass fed beef, chicken legs or thighs, as opposed to breast, salmon, mackerel, sardines, full eggs, Greek yogurt, full fat. Um, more on like the higher fat content side. So, but really when in doubt to keep it as simple, simple as possible, like just try to get some of those quality options in, you know, when you're, you're coming to that. So I, I think those are the best options that you can kind of look for when you're looking at the types of macros and Brooke, you kind of mentioned like carbohydrates, you know, what are, what are some of your favorite carbs that, that people, you know, maybe should look to, to implement into their diet? First, I just have to say, I'm over here measuring my wrist as you're talking, like, where should I be eating? Um, but no, so carbs, I think carbs is a very dangerous one because our, our times have evolved so much to where so many foods are processed. There's so much junk in our foods and we might sit there and think, oh, like, let's have some mashed potatoes. And in all reality, people are going to the store and buying the like powdered mashed potatoes and making it. And, and so I, I think the first thing to talk about when we talk about carbs is to make sure it is the whole food and to make sure it is not a processed carb. I am not trying to diss anyone who likes the powdered mashed potatoes or diss anyone who likes their processed carbs. There's a time and a place, but when we're really talking about eating very good for your body and, and eating properly, the carbs, in my opinion, need to be the whole carb. They need to be you know, not processed. And so some things that I really love is oatmeal. I always add, let's say peanut butter, or even sometimes I'll add egg whites to my oatmeal just to add a little bit more again, those protein and fat. So I'm not eating it by itself. I absolutely love, love, love sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are one of my favorite, um, 
carbs in general, and then vegetables guys, like there's a lot of carbs in vegetables and it's healthier carbs. And you're getting a lot more additional nutrients there. Um, I also absolutely love quinoa. Quinoa is a really good carb. It's got a lot of good protein in it as well. So some people kind of see it as a protein source, especially if you are vegetarian or vegan. I know a lot of people who actually will eat quinoa for their protein source. Um, you've got some carb sources in beans. Um, and also I, I do love rice. Jasmine rice in specific doesn't have as much of the additives in it that some other rices do. Like some rices are bleached. Um, I love organic jasmine rice as well. And occasionally I'll throw in there some, you know, brown rice, pasta, things like that when I'm really feeling like I just need more carbs, but I'm very intuitive with my body, especially when it comes to carbs. And ever since I've been more intuitive, I've noticed a difference. There's just like some days where I realize I need carbs. And maybe that's because I'm just super hungry that day, or I really spent a lot of time eating for my cycle. So in my ovulation stage, you're generally a lot more hungry. So I will actually eat more carbs during that time because I just, I'm more hungry. And there's other times where I'm like, Oh, you know what? I'm just, I'm not feeling carbs today and I won't eat them. And that I've, that's been really helpful for me and my energy levels as well. Yeah. I think that's really cool. You know, when it's, when it comes to carbs, you know, I think that one of the biggest things that you can do is, is just have one that has high fiber content. If you can get high fiber in your carbs, it's, it's probably a relatively decent option. So when in doubt, keep it simple and just get something that like a lot of the ones Brooke mentioned are, are higher in, in, in fiber. So I, I would, I would definitely aim for those carbs, probably the one though, that most people can or should manipulate the most based on their goals or probably more importantly, their activity level. So from, from what I've found over the years is if you're really active and you move throughout the day a lot, you maybe you do a lot for work or you work out frequently, things like that, you're probably going to need, need a little bit more carbohydrates in your diet. I would aim for 40% or more, you know, in, you know, uh, in your overall dietary needs every day. If you're very sedentary, maybe you get to the gym a few times a week, but for the most part, everything else is, is pretty, you're sitting at a desk all day, all that. You probably don't need a lot of carbohydrates. You're not like our ancestors that, that needed, they were always moving, hunting and things like that. So you probably, you know, I would stick to 25% or less of your carbohydrates throughout the day. I think that would be kind of impactful. And, and the, my favorites are, are not that much different than Brooks. I, I would, I would do a lot of the, the, the complex type carbohydrates, but even looking at like squashes, like butternut squash is really good. Sweet potatoes, uh, fruit is better than other sugars, you know, um, pumpkin, uh, Brooke mentioned the, the jasmine rice, the quinoa is one of my favorites oats, but kind of like Brooke mentioned, like don't have just the carbohydrates by themselves, always have them with something. So I have oatmeal almost every day. I always put it with, with protein powder. So I'll do like a scoop of protein powder in there to get 20, 25 grams right there. And it also adds flavor because I'm not doing like the flavored oatmeal. So it's, it's just like a win-win for me and it's super easy to do. So I think that can be really helpful. Um, some other things that you can kind of consider when to have carbohydrates or fats is, you know, Brooke kind of mentioned, you know, during your cycle and things like that, actually during women's cycle, they're going to respond to fat because it's going to help create those hormones that are, are needed and everything there. The, the fat content helps with, with hormone creation. So, um, during that time, um, during like warmer weather versus colder weather, generally our bodies do, do better with fattier foods and less carbohydrate rich foods in the, in the cold seasons and more higher carbohydrate dense and less fatty or uh, dense in the summer. Um, it's just kind of how our body uh, cycles. 
um, during stress. If you're very stressed, your, your body's going to respond better to higher fat, lower carb. If you're not as stressed, you, you might respond better to higher carbs. So those are kind of like a couple of just things that could help you manipulate what you're doing. Cause it's, it's not a black and white situation. We're always kind of changing. And Brooke, you mentioned kind of, I think the brown rice pasta, one of my favorite cheats, if you will, is I love chickpea pasta. Mm-hmm. To me, it tastes pretty good. It's super, super filling. I don't need a lot of it. And it's there's so much protein. It's crazy. It's almost like a chicken breast with how much is in there and a ton of fiber. Like it's it's an amazing option for pasta. You know, it's it's really, really cool, you know. So um that's a, a little hidden trick for you guys, if if you will, of, of something that you guys can do. So then the, the last one is fats, right? And and, and for so long fats were kind of condemned and they were bad and evil and things like that. And then we found out we ended up being more unhealthy than we were healthy when we started doing more refined carbs and things like that and cut our fats back. So we, we now are finding like fats aren't as bad as they say, but it's, it's the type of fats that you do. So, you know, looking at when you're cooking, like coconut oil works really well because it can go, uh, it can be heated up a lot. Um, olive oils, uh, can be okay. However, it, it can't be as it can't get under high heat as much as coconut oil. So I, I prefer coconut oil or ghee butter, if you will, over that for cooking. Um, but nuts and seeds to a certain extent, nut butters, um, avocados, things like that are, are work really well. Um, you know, even um, coconut is is really high in in fats, but good fats. It's got the MCT, which helps with energy. Um, but I, I think, in my opinion. I would aim to get a staple of protein in. Then I would I would fluctuate your carbs based on your activity level, like lower carb if you don't move a lot, higher carb if you move a lot, and then just let the fat fill fill the rest in. You know, like keep it keep it as simple as possible. Brooke, how about you? So something that actually, obviously, you guys all know if you've listened to the show that I eat guacamole every single day. So there's my fats right there in the avocados. But something that I have been doing, I really feel in the last year of my life, I've made a huge transition of just my eating and I just feel so much better and I'm so much leaner and I just have more energy. And again, a lot of that's intuitive eating, but I actually, rather than trying to get my fat in and make sure I'm eating the right amount of fat and coconut oil. Um, I, I agree with Danny. I love the coconut oil. I love coconut milk. That's actually what I use for my creamer, um, in my coffee to just get that extra fat. But something that I do rather than trying to aim for adding more fat into my diet from the singular things like the avocados or the nuts, I actually try to eat more fattier proteins, um, to be able to get that fat and to get that protein at the same time. So I eat a lot of eggs, (laughs) the actual whole pasture raised egg. I actually eat three to four every single day. Um, grass fed beef. I used to be not anti-beef, but I used to be told that it's so bad for you and, and you want to stay away from that. And I I do believe that it it really matters in the source. So the grass fed, I think it's important. So I do eat a lot of grass fed beef, um, salmon. I eat all the time. So fattier proteins, I actually lean a lot more to, to help get that fat intake rather than sit there and go, okay, I need to have my 12 almonds to get my fat intake, um, to hit that fat macros. I just try to shoot for more fattier proteins. If I feel like I haven't consumed that much fat today. So like at the end of the day, if I go, wow, I I really haven't had much fat at all today. I'll be sure to cook a salmon or I'll be sure that 
this night I need to have some beef or some ground beef or a nice steak. I'm not, I don't shy away from that anymore. And I really have noticed a huge difference. So I do agree with Daniel, a lot of the fat sources, but again, I think my, my mindset of getting those fats in has changed a lot because again, like I say, rather than trying to sit there and go, I need the oil or I need to add some more coconut oil because I didn't hit my fats. I just sit there and go, Nope, I'm just going to treat myself to a fattier protein today. Yeah, that, that's great, Brooke. It, I think you and I had a conversation about this once, but um, we, uh, we, we just did a protein kind of program, if you will, during the summer to like, we call it the stupid easy program, but it was, it was all about like just getting an ample amount of protein then whatever else happens, happens. Right. And what we were finding is a lot of people because fat always comes with protein. So what we did find is so many people were struggling to keep their kind of fat intake down while they're getting all the protein. And it's because they're gravitating towards all the heavier fat content things. So kind of like I mentioned, like the leaner cuts versus the, the fattier cuts. If you liked to snack on almonds and have coconut milk and things like that, that are fattier content snacks and things like that, or, or guacamole, right? If you, if you tend to lean towards that and have that a lot, you probably should have leaner cuts of protein then, right? Or if you're not, it doesn't really matter to you and you just like the fattier cuts, well then do that, but just maybe have a, a little less of the nuts and guacamoles mm-hmm. and things like that. You know what I mean? So just kind of something to consider with that when it comes to getting in your fat intake. I love it. I love it. What would you say, Danny, is your favorite fat? Ooh, my favorite fat, like a true fat or like just a fattier meal, if you will. Whatever you want. Cause I think everyone just knows how much I love guacamole. So I feel like it's only fair that everyone knows your favorite fat. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Um, I do love guacamole. It's gotta be something with coconut milk. I love anything like thick and creamy is my game. Like I love anything like that. So I tend to be more of a fat content kind of guy anyways. Um, so I, I eat a fair share of fat. Um, I would say something like, uh, I have a sweet tooth too, though. So that hurts. So I think anything like coconut milky kind of thing with maybe a little twist of, of some sweetness to it is, is definitely gonna be my jam. I love it. I love it. Okay. So our end of our episodes, we always talk about the one thing. So what would you say is your one takeaway from this week's episode, Danny? I think, I think keeping it simple when it comes to macros, but aiming everything and Brooke, you kind of mentioned, so I might be stealing your thunder a little bit, but I think anything that you can do to make protein, your primary focus and let everything else fall into place. Cause more times than not, if you can get a third of your food and eating enough food or not eating too much food, you know, find that balance of your, what your basal metabolic rate is. And if, if you can just get about a third of it coming from protein, you're going to be pretty good. Yeah. And I'm going to just repeat after you, because I truly feel like we just got to hit this home for everyone listening, because I don't think enough people realize how much protein we need. I've talked with so many people who struggle losing weight or who struggle shedding fat or who struggle with energy and nine times out of 10, it's because they don't eat enough protein. So I agree. Protein, I think needs to be where we start, start with that macro and really make sure we are hitting our protein and fill everything else in because protein, it just, it helps with so many different things with our hormones, with our development, with our muscles, with our recovery, with our energy. And, you know, we want to build those muscles because that's how we shed fat. So protein, 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 my friends, it is not something that we should fear. It is something that we should make sure we are hitting. So thank you guys for tuning in this week to another week of confidently flawed. As we shared at the beginning of this episode, 
We've had a lot of conversations about trying to get ads on the show, and we don't want to do that because we want this podcast to just be education for our listeners. So all that we ask from you guys is if you guys would be willing to share this with people who get value from it and give us a rating and review if you haven't yet. That is what will help us really know that what we're doing is serving you guys. So thanks for tuning in this week, and we will see you guys next week with another episode of Confidently Flawed. Thank you.